Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Friday, today is our Q&A. And today we are talking about how to get out of isolation and out of bed. So this is a great episode. And today's episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Kayleen. I had CPTSD for over 15 years and now no longer do. And what I do now is help coach people through their PTSD and CPTSD recovery through the Broken to Unbreakable program. So why I'm laughing always is this lovely man to my right here is <laughs> Brad Shipke. And um, I'm Kayleen's significant other. Um, that was probably the best introduction I've ever had. And um, I had PTSD and I was there for every step of PTSD, or <laughs> Kayleen's PTSD recovery journey as well. And um, we both fully recovered together. And uh, now we do this to help you make that same transformation. Yeah, That's and I'm really here. excited today because this is a Q&A. This is a question that one of our listeners asked us, how to get out of isolation and out of bed. And this is a really, I guess not, I was going to say like a personal one, but like it's something that I struggled with a lot, a lot, a lot. And we're going to give you like three really, this is going to be a quick episode, I think, because they're like, they're really like action-based. Um, but we're going to give you three action-based things for you to do. And um, it's something you just need to implement. It's, it's not something you need to think about overthink. It's about, this is, I think this episode is going to be about like just getting things done. This is an action based episode for sure. And like all of them at the end, um, we always give you an action item, but this mm-hmm. for sure throughout. And this is something actually we talked about earlier in the week. We did a live mm-hmm. on Instagram and you know, it's something we talk about a lot and you're going to hear it again and again and again, because this is a huge problem, right? How do I get out of isolation? How do I get out of bed? And out of bed is just like, so many people reach out to me and just like ask me like, <clears throat> like what, I can't even get out of bed. Like how am right. I supposed to do any of these things? Like I, I can't get out of bed, right? And so if you were joining us for the live earlier in this week, you know, we talked about PTT. PTT, baby. Plan tomorrow today. And this is something we literally cannot say enough and genuinely something that we do, something that all the people we look up to do, all of our mentors, anyone who's successful, truly, probably maybe 90%, I won't speak for everyone, but 90% of people who are successful do this, right? This PTT, this plan tomorrow today, right? And so the way I, you know, usually explain it is like the night before, you make a list of the things you're going to do the next day, the next morning. Mm -hmm. So this is, again, this is something Brad and I do every single day. And when we were recovering, when I was recovering, something that I did was, it looked a little bit different back then, right? Now it's mostly like, you know, do these emails, do the episode, stuff like that. But when I was, you know, still struggling, what it looked like was like, you know, stand up, make your bed, brush your teeth, you know, take a shower, make breakfast, eat breakfast, clean breakfast, and like all these tiny little things. But I would do it the night before. And this is something I do with all my clients. And basically what you're doing is you're making all the decisions the night before. So you have to get up. All you have to do is like stand up and look at the list and start going, right? And the more you can cross off. And Mm -hmm. what I encourage personally is the smaller the task, the better, right? make your bed right one second all I have to do is like put it doesn't have to be a military grade make right just put the covers back over right um make your bed brush your teeth right really quick activities make breakfast you know get in the shower take a shower dry yourself off like like break it up and the more you cross things off your list the better you're going to feel right because you're building that momentum right and so 
again, you're making all the decisions the day before, the night before, because there's something that is called decision fatigue. And basically it's like you only have a certain amount of decisions that you can make and make well in a day. And so like I explained it the other day on live with like you have like 10 coins. And so you can make 10 decisions that day. And obviously it's a lot more than that. And we don't really know the threshold, but like just pretend for a second, like you have these 10 coins and you can make 10 decisions. Now, you know, by the time you, you know, first of all, you're, you have to use a couple of those coins to even get out of bed. And then you have to use a couple of those coins to maybe take a shower and get dressed. And then like by the time you're like maybe almost going to leave the house, like you're out of decisions and then you just make bad decisions. Right. So if you make all the decisions the night before, basically you get to like save those coins. Right. And Mm -hmm. so you get to use them for like things throughout the day rather than using them for like that morning. And so, again, like making those decisions makes it that much easier and you have to exert that much less energy to do the things the Mm -hmm. next day. And another way to think about decision decision fatigue is willpower. So those are kind of like interchangeable because like when you wake up and you don't know what you're going to do for the day, you have to exert your willpower to make the right decision, right? To get out of bed when you want to. And your willpower runs out, your decision making power, your decision fatigue, our decision fatigue kicks in. And then like you just, you're just like at the, the mercy of your urges and your old bad habits and the world around you and everything that's trying to like grab your attention or like fast food driving by. Um, you're just like, you're just being controlled by your urges. And that's why this is so important to plan tomorrow, today, plan it every single night on my to-do list. Every single day I have PTT. Mm -hmm. So in your to-do list, in your plan tomorrow, today, at the very end, write planned tomorrow today. So you make sure you do it every single day. And what you should do is get a legal pad, get a notepad that you can rip pieces of paper out. This is, this is what I recommend Mm -hmm. at least. Yeah, this is great. Keep it next to your bed. So you always have that pad there, but, um, and you, and you write, you plan at the end of the day, before you go to bed, what you're going to do, you make all your decisions on everything you're going to do for the next day. And then when you wake up, you rip it off and bring a pen with you or whatever, and start crossing them off and start getting them done. And that way that pad stays there. So you're not removing the pad. You're not moving it. It stays in that exact spot every single night and you write it every night and you build that into your habits and don't ever fall asleep without doing this. Mm -hmm. Don't ever let yourself to go to bed. Spend that little bit of extra willpower at the end of the day and be like, I'm just going to write, I'm going to take five minutes, just think through my day so I don't have to have a bad day. So I don't, so I know that I'm going to have a good day. Mm -hmm. So I know exactly what I'm going to do. And then what else on top of that I like to do is I, I like to kind of visualize what my d- next day is going to be like. Mm-hmm. So I, then I like, I think about, especially in the morning, cause that, that's the most important thing. Like I try to visualize myself. I get, get out of bed at five o'clock, you know, I shut off the alarm. I have alarm across the room. I shut that off. Um, you know, I go turn on the coffee, I go brush my teeth and then I'm out to the gym. And after that point, after if once I can break that kind of barrier in the morning of getting out of bed and getting myself out of the house to the gym, like the rest of the day kind of falls into place. So I, usually try to visualize myself going through that initial step. So I have that all planned out in my mind and on paper. So that's another little trick that we talked about visualization, I think last week. Mm -hmm. So definitely check out that episode too, but that's kind of like a combination um, of things that you should do, but you'll hear us say this all the time and PTT, PTT, PTT plan tomorrow today. If you're not doing it, like if you're having bad days and like you're having consistent bad days where you're waking up and you're making bad decisions, it's because you're not planning 
the day before. You're not planning it in the right way. And there's a lot more things that can kind of go into this, but like the most important thing is that you write down what you're going to do the next day and then you, you rip it off and you just follow it and you just build that momentum throughout the day. I mean, ultimately, the, like the most important part is to just do, right? Which is our kind of our second point here is just like, again, like when I was struggling, it wasn't like it wasn't big tasks on there. Like now no. it's like, you know, record the episode and like, you know, do this project and like record this module and like work with clients and stuff like that. But like, again, it was like stand up, make the bed, brush your teeth take a shower, comb your hair, you know, put lotion on. Like it was all these tiny little things. Right. And something we always talk about too, is like action breeds motivation. So Brad's saying like, once he can get those first five things done, the the day goes a lot easier. Right. So once he can get himself out, once he gets those, like those first few tasks done and gets himself in the car and like driving to the gym, then he knows it's going to be a good day, right? Yeah, just, and then just momentum kind of takes the over. the momentum, right? Yeah. And then, then, you know, as you start to wake up and, you know, you start to feel it and you start to feel the momentum of like, oh, great, I'm already out of the house. I already brushed my teeth. I already took a shower. Like, you just start to feel really good about it, right? So, like, the, the biggest, biggest part is, you know, it, it literally only takes a minute or two. Like, right. in 60 right. seconds, you can write half of your day. I, I guarantee it. Like, mm-hmm. I know that you can do that. And then with the other 60 seconds you just visualize that first piece, right? Like what, what is that going to feel like? What is that going to look like? And then fall asleep. Right. And then do your thing. And once you have that momentum, I I promise you this like little tiny activity will change your life. And yes, there's a lot of other things that go into PTSD, obviously that we always talk about that being the core. But if you do something like this, if you make time for something like this every single night and you just, you plan tomorrow today, you just do it and you remember that action breeds motivation, it's going to change you in a big, giant way. And it's yeah. going to, like, lift a little weight off of you, right? It's going to help you get out of isolation and out of bed. And it's going to lift a weight off of you where, you know, now you're able to think more about recovery. Or now you can start to add things like, okay, like watch an episode of PTSD or listen to an episode of PTSD TV or, you know, like w- whatever it is, like re- read the blog or like, you know, interact in the group. And mm-hmm. like, then you're going to start to be able to add things to that list that are like bigger things. And you're going to start to have this momentum like day after day after day. And it's something we talk about all the time because it's literally something that we still do and we will continue to do for the rest of our life, whether it's a day on in the business, right? Or it's a day off. Mm-hmm. we do this because we want to have a great day every day. And we know that if we plan tomorrow today, that we're going to have a great day. Right. It's like, it's like, if you just get out of bed and you don't plan anything, like it's a coin, toss. it's a coin toss. Yeah. Right. But if you plan it the night before, like I know there's a 98% chance that that day is going to be great. Right. I mean, yeah, it just yeah. is like, there's like 98% chance. Like, would you not take those odds? You know? <laughs> So like really it is so important and you're going to hear us talk about it time and time again because, you know, I always say like Nike has it right. Like just do it. Just do it. Right. Just take the minute to plan. Yeah. And then just do just just start doing it doesn't matter what it is. Just do it. Start checking them off. Start crossing them off. We like to personally write our list there. I know Mm. there are typing people. There are um, whatever phone people that do like electronic lists to me the most powerful thing in the world is like writing a list, right? 60 seconds, write the list, visualize a little bit of it. And then the next day you get to cross it off. And then when you're done, you get to crumple it up. Yeah. And toss it it out. Yeah. Boom. So (laughs) it's, I'm that, 
that is our recommendation for that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And it literally takes it literally takes just that few minutes every night. You just need that little bit of discipline. Bring that little bit of discipline into your life to be like, I want all I want to do is like fall asleep or like oh, I just want to like pass out in bed or whatever. Um, but take that little bit of discipline. That's all it takes. Take it, force yourself, force yourself to write this down every single night. And sometimes you'll need to, like, I have to force myself to do it. You're going to have to force yourself to do things you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, but you have to force yourself to do, to do this, to ensure that you're going to have a great day the next day. And something I think a good point is, you know, we actually plan tomorrow today kind of sort of at like the end of our work day, right? So like before we like relax for the night or spend some time with each other for the night, you know, so at like six o'clock, six thirty, like we plan yeah. tomorrow today and then it's done, right? So then we can just mm-hmm. relax, we can go home, we can lay in bed, we can fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like if you're if you're maybe you're having trouble doing this, like just before bed, like you get into bed and then you're like, Oh yeah. And like you're having a hard time getting yourself to do it, do it a little bit earlier, right? Do it at the end of your work day or at the end of whenever that list ends the day before, right? Make sure you do it. Um, So it doesn't have to be necessarily like right before bed, but make sure you get it done before you like relax, before you like veg out and like watch TV and stuff or before you spend time and dinner and then all of a sudden, you know, the the, the night is over Um, because that's something that we do. So that's that's a good point too, just to um, to do it. To do it at the end yeah. of whatever like concludes your day, whether that's like, you know, at five o'clock you're done with work. Maybe do it in work. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't want you to get in trouble. But like, just, <laughs> just do it. it. It will take. Or like on your drive home, you can dictate it to something. I'm sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that the the main point and the like the ultimate kind of goals goal with this is to, you know, like be a free thinker. You know, run some experiments in your own life and find out what works best for you. We're not going to tell you and order you to do do it at a certain time. We just need you to do this during the day at some point. So like what works best for us is like we end our work day around six o'clock. We plan tomorrow today. We kind of talk about the next day and then like we like to set it aside, you know, but like when I was recovering, I like to have it next to my bed because I didn't have a kind of like end of day. I didn't really have a consistent work schedule or anything. Mm -hmm. So like the most consistent thing in my life at that time was next to my bed before I went to sleep. So you have to, you have to be kind of like a free thinker and like run some experience, experiments in your life to figure out what works best for you, because we won't know what's best for you. Um, but we know, we know that planning tomorrow today works best for you Mm -hmm. actually. So we do know something, (laughs) but, um, um, it is important to just do because it's action gives you results. The only thing that's going to change your life is results. If you stay in bed all day and you don't do anything, you're not going to see any results. You're not going to see any changes. So it really starts with the day before, you know, your results for tomorrow starts the day before when you plan this. And, um, when you are just going through that to-do list and, um, just, just doing, um, make sure to keep yourself calm because when I would go through this, I would like stress myself out. I would try to like, I got to get this all down like as fast as I can. But like we came up with something called this is great. Relaxed action, right? So like you just want to be relaxed, right? There's no pressure. You can do it as slow as you want, as fast as you want. There's absolutely no pressure. The goal is just to get you moving and to never stop, right? To just do, just do to go through that list, to get yourself out of bed, building that momentum, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Cause I, I was somebody who was like, I need to get all this stuff done. But it's like, no, man, you don't got, you just got to get done as, as much as you can get done. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing is that you keep moving is that you don't, you know, 
you know, reach for all these numbing things, whether it's drinking or eating or watching Netflix. The most important thing is that you keep moving in a positive direction. And you don't beat yourself up. And you don't beat yourself up for it. That was a huge thing for me. Cause I, like when you beat yourself up, you're like, you make progress and then you just knock yourself back down. You make progress, mm-hmm. you knock yourself right back down. So you gotta, like it, it starts with you and loving yourself, accepting yourself and not beating yourself up, being your best friend, being your best, I was gonna say your best lover, but <laughs> love yourself. <laughs> that gets kind of weird. Um, I'll just stop, you know? Yeah. No, that's good. You've got to build point. that relationship like, you, you with yourself. To, like, you have to Number one cheerleader. Yourself. You have to, you have to, you have to. And I talk about this sometimes, all the time, kind of. Um, But sometimes on the episode, right, I say, like, I literally cheer myself on. And I'm like, all right, Kay, like, you got this, Kay. Like, you can do this. And, like, I will will do it out loud, right? Yeah. And, like. We do it together sometimes. Go, Kay. Go, Kay. Go, Kay. Kay. (laughs) Right? And so, like, you do. You have to be your best friend. You have to be your best lover. (laughs) You have to you have to have your back. You have to cheerlead for yourself. And, like, no, it's not selfish. No, it's not arrogant. Like who cares like no I, it's not narcissistic no it's not narcissistic that's a that's a problem yourself like like root for yourself be like you got this i got this i'm i'm showing up like i'm gonna do this i'm not gonna beat myself up okay i had a bad day okay i ate a couple pints of ice cream okay like you got <laughs> this you can do this like you're gonna get this like i promise you and i say this to myself like i promise you okay you got this you're gonna you're gonna yeah, be great at this yeah. you're gonna do this right and like talk yourself up like genuinely talk yourself up because mm-hmm. if you can change those thoughts i always i always tell my clients this if you can change your mind you can heal your ptsd right and like this is a really important part and the self-talk is huge and i always talk about that you know is just like so many of us ptsd or not have negative self-talk i don't know why i don't know what it is right but this world is very negative right and it's very hard to live in this world and to like, it's like root for yourself, right? Cause there's so yeah. many things you could be doing and maybe you should be doing. And like, I don't know, there's so many inputs. There's so many people's like opinions that we, we like naturally care about. And that makes it really hard to like, just be like, you're doing a great job. Like you got, like, there's no one like mm-hmm. looking us in the face and being like, you're doing a great job and you're doing the best you can even though sometimes you eat a whole pint of ice cream like no <laughs> one's telling you that so you have to yeah. tell yourself that and you know again i'm not advocating for like destructive behavior you know like eating a pint of ice cream in one setting is n- not good right that's just the way it is but don't beat yourself up right yes you ate a pint of ice cream okay Yes, you don't feel so great about it right now, but you got this. You're going to be okay. Tomorrow's a new day. You can do this. Keep putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a great point. Like, I almost swore. Root for <laughs> yourself. Just root for yourself. And because if you have yourself rooting for yourself, you're not going to need anyone else to root for you. And other people are going to root for you. Other people are going to root against you, right? You have to be so strong in rooting for yourself and, like, believing in yourself and, like, cheering yourself on that, like, dude, like, say it out loud. Like, just, like, say your name. Be like, you got this. Like, out loud, in the mirror, in the shower. Just, like, have a good time with your life. Because, like, yes, it's really hard. And, yes, life sucks. Absolutely. But it is the most amazing gift that we have. And it doesn't have to, and it does get better and it can get better, mm-hmm. but you are the only person that you will always consistently have no matter what. Right. Yeah. If you're asleep, if you're alone, whatever, if you, you're always there, if you go hiking, 
<laughs> I don't know. You will always have you, right? You are always there. So if you can be your cheerleader and you can really truly have your back and believe in yourself against all odds, like you've got this. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. I think that's a great place to end this. Great. Yeah. To move on to the action and the action for today is to plan tomorrow today, get that notebook, put it next to your bed or wherever you are going to do it consistently day after day after day after day and plan tomorrow today, build that into your habits and then just do, just get that list done get it done. Get her done. Keep it moving. Be relaxed. Don't beat yourself up. Bring yourself love. If things aren't perfect, if you miss it for a day, don't beat yourself up. Just be like, I'm going to hop right back on. I'm going to do it again. Relaxed you action, know? baby. Relaxed action. We all make mistakes. I would, I would, um, what would happen to me was like, I would be like, I plan tomorrow today. I do it like consistently for like a week. And then like something would hit me like, and I wouldn't do it for like a week or two weeks, sometimes like a month. And then I would beat myself up every day that I didn't do it. Right. So like, when you do that, you just need to realize that like you're are just you're just like self sabotaging and like it's okay that you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You're a human being. You're a human being. Everybody makes mistakes. That's part of life. Like the 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 problem with with society and school and everything is that you're taught that mistakes are bad. You're taught that like having problems, having challenges, doing things wrong is a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing because that's the only way that you learn. That's the only way that humans learn. And mistakes, having problems, failures are inevitabilities of life. Like you can't get around not failing or not making mistake. And that's where like a big part of society goes wrong is like you are punished when you make a mistake. You are punished when you get like a bad grade or you don't know anything or you don't know something in school. You get punished for that. That's a bad thing to make a mistake, but it's a good thing because that's where you become aware of where you need to improve, like your weakness in that certain area. So like this is an area where I need to improve and this is how I learn, right? And everybody makes those mistakes. So you need to shift your mindset on that. And it's, it's a, it can be, it can feel like a huge thing to do because it is just so ingrained in society to, you know, just hate and hate on failure, hate on mistakes. And like, you're always told that being like making mistakes is a bad thing, but it's a good thing. Like you need to shift it. Be like, I made a mistake. That's good. How can I learn from this? How can I get better from this? You know, what's the story about the million dollar education? Do you remember? No. No. Okay. Well, I'll just make it up. So this is a true story, but it's slightly ad-libbed because I don't remember where it came from. But someone made a huge mistake in a company and they lost the company. Oh, there okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. I don't fully remember it. Okay. No, but. Oh, you oh, oh it, it, it was. It was either with. It was. Uh, I think it was either Charles Schwab or, I think he was working for like Rockefeller or something or I don't know some like in the early 1900s, somebody went to either Charles Schwab or Rockefeller or Carnegie or something. And, um, they lost a million dollars. And back then that's, that's probably like 10 or a hundred million dollars. Now they lost um, the company, like uh, whatever, a yeah. ridiculous amount of money. And he went to go tell his boss, whoever it was, um, that, you know, I, I made this huge mistake and, you know, he was expecting to get fired and like, um, just like everything was gone. And then the boss Rockefeller, whoever it was, was like, no, I'm not going to fire you. Like you just got a million dollar education. Why would I fire you? And like, and that's the mindset. That's, that's the, the power, right? right? And you, you see someone successful and yes, there's a lot of, right. There's a lot of negativity around successful people like that. But that aside, you think about, okay, they're successful people. He, you know, it's very easy to be emotional and be like, okay, you're fired. Like you just lost my company a hundred million dollars. Like get out of here. Like, what are you doing? But instead he was like, okay, mistakes. He knows, right. Rockefeller, whoever this was, 
successful person. Mistakes are an amazing, amazing tool, right? So instead of saying like, you made a right. mistake, you're out. You made a mistake. You just learned a hundred thousand, a hundred million dollars worth of worth of education, right? right. Why would I, I just invested you? that much money into you? Yeah, into like your learning. You just you just learned a huge giant lesson, which is like kind of unfortunate, and yes, kind of almost ruined us. But now you have it. Now you know it. Why would I let you go? Right. 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 I mean, it's just like, and you you see this time and time again with successful people, right? And so it's so important to like to change the way we think about mistakes and the way we think about, you know, like, quote unquote, failure. And so, like, just take relaxed action. Don't beat yourself up. Root for yourself. And remember that mistakes are truly genuinely how we learn. Actually, I have on the wall up there. Um, and this is something I wrote for myself a while ago. I wrote mistakes are what allow us to grow and get better. And right, it was because I made a mistake and I hurt someone's feelings. And I, I obviously, it wasn't intentional. And, you know, I was feeling bad about it and I was just like, and I apologize and I was just still feeling bad about it. And I, I just, you know, it just kind of came to me and I had to remind myself. And so I wrote that little note. I just wrote like, you know, cause I was like, Hey Kay, like mistakes are what allow us to grow and get better. And like just writing that little note was like, it's just a good reminder that like, you know what, like you didn't mean to make a mistake. You didn't mean to hurt someone's feelings. Obviously your intentions were good, but you know, you're human, they're human, everyone's human. And like mistakes allow us to grow. And now I know that, you know, like the way that I said that was a little bit weird or or whatever. I I don't even remember what it was, Mm. but like, you know, just, just be a little bit more cautious of that in the future. And now I'm more cautious of that. Right. Or I, I was for that, that period of time afterwards. And like, now I've grown and it is so important to have your own back and like do stuff like that. Like yeah. I do stuff like that. Like there's genuinely up on the wall there, it a, a little sign and it says mistakes are what allow us to grow and get better with, and there's a little flower on it. I don't remember why probably cause I got one of those flowers at stop and shop. Right. <laughs> and like, it is so important. It is just so important. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to shift the way that you're thinking to when you make those mistakes, when you fall off the, the track or like you don't plan tomorrow today, every day to, just be like, okay, I made a mistake. That's a good thing. Cause now I'm, I'm highlighting this weakness. And I know how to, to fix it. Right. Mistakes are good. When you make mistakes, it's good. Cause it helps you grow. It helps you get better. So shift the way that you think about mistakes, plan tomorrow today, get that notebook and just do that is do the it. action for it's today. The action. That's it. Just yeah. do it. PTT baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we need to recap PTT. Do it. Action. Action breeds motivation. That's right. Action, just do. action, action. Relaxed action. Relaxed action. Yeah, yeah. And now we want to take you some. We want we want to take you. We want you to take some action right now in your PTSD recovery and register for Kayleen's webinar. And um, you get to learn the exact steps that she took to recover from her 15 years of PTSD. You get to learn some more awesome tips like we're sharing with you here today. And um, you know PTSD. You're told that PTSD recovery is impossible, right? You're told that you can't recover from it. Um, that you're going to be broken forever. That you're going to have nightmares forever. Uh, flashbacks forever, but that's just not true. Like you can have a life without the nightmares, without the flashbacks, and you can like love the people, be close with the people that you love, and um, feel calm, feel happy, feel fulfilled again. And it's like truly a special thing, and we want to help you make that same transformation. And that really starts with um, everything that Kayleen goes through in her training. So you can register for that at overcomingptsd.info/go. That's overcomingptsd.info/go. Um, Make sure it takes some action right now. Click on that link, register, and it will literally change your life. Um, if we had this information that we're giving to you for free um, on this podcast, but more importantly in the webinar, um, in the free training, 
um, we wouldn't have suffered for more than literally a few months. Literally, literally a few months. And we, and the, like Kaylee has people in the program that are making transformations in weeks. I think one person, like her nightmare stopped in like six, six weeks. And then we just got another one who stopped in and four like, weeks yeah. and people are getting out of beds, getting out of bed and like living their life. People who have been bed bound for seven days out of seven days are getting out of bed mm-hmm. and living their life for like the first time. And those were people who have tried every imaginable type of therapy all like they, they were, they went to doctors and like, you know, I don't know what you can do to get better. Like this is your life. Then. This is your life. Like you've taken, you've gone to every therapy known to man. You've tried every type of medication that I know that could possibly work. Literally a doctor said this to this woman and she was at the, she like, she thought everything was lost. She thought like all hope was gone. And then, you know, she was able to, you know, go through the webinar and go through the training and like take, most importantly, she took action on what she learned and like her whole life turned around. So it's not like, and and, in what, in like one, two months, her life couple months. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, like, because we are human and I love, I love, love, love hearing success, obviously for the people that I work with. And then the other part of me is like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe if only like I if, had that. if only I had this, like, gosh, like it was such a long, hard journey. And like, it fills my soul, obviously, to hear the success. And like, it just like makes me full of love and like want to reach out and help more people, obviously. And then there's that part of me that's a human being and is like, I am so jealous. <laughs> Unbelievably jealous. Yeah. Um, I wish we had this when we were still struggling. Right. And that's the whole reason why we do all of this is because, you know, we went through that journey ourselves and we had to find the path ourselves. And it took us years and years and years to find that path that actually worked. Right. Cause like we went through all the therapy, you know, like we didn't take medications personally, but like, I'm sure you guys out there who are listening are similar to, you know, that lady that Kayleen worked with who like had gone to therapy. I've tried these medications. I've done all these other types of like hypno, I don't know, crazy things. Cause you're willing to do anything and try anything when you're down there. Like we've been there. Um, and none of it works. And it's, it's, it's astonishing how little information there is out there and what information out there is just like, like super, super high level at a point where like at a point in time where like, we really don't know that much about the brain, but yet they make it so high level that you can't even understand probably because like they, like you don't fully understand. And like, really you talk to the experts in the field and they're like, yeah, like we don't really know why this works. It just works. Like we, 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 we have hypotheses about why this, these things mm-hmm. work, but we don't really know. And then they just like write these scientific journals that nobody can understand. It's so complex. And then you read something over here and it says one thing. And then over here, it says another thing. You have no idea what to do and no path like pathway. So you end up doing absolutely nothing and your life just get, gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And like, we've been there. like, if I like, you're probably like, yes, yes, I know. Like that's exactly how I feel because that's exactly like we went, we've gone through that journey and you know, we've taken all that and we've simplified it and like, put it into this free training for you to give it to you. So you don't have to be like, what do I do? Or like, is this possible? Is this not possible? Is my brain permanently damaged? It's not. You can grow your brain. That's my favorite thing is like you read, you know, uh, a thesis from a PhD of Yale and then you read a (laughs) thesis from a PhD of Harvard and then a thesis from a PhD of Columbia and they all say different things (laughs) and they're all written in the same year about the same subject. And then you're just like, 
what like <laughs> like wh- who like somebody has to be right right like mm-hmm. and like that was a big struggle for us and and then you have no idea what to do and you have no idea and and likely none of them have been through it right and so that's why we're here and that's why we do it yeah yeah so if if you feel like that if you feel any way like we did um go register for that free training right now link is in dis- the description or you can just type in um, overcoming ptsd.info slash go overcoming ptsd.info slash go and i think we will end it here mm-hmm. if you have enjoyed today's episode please hit that subscribe button and you will get notifications for further episodes and if you also enjoyed this please um rate us if you're on apple itunes or any other podcast please like give us a you know whatever it is if you like us or hate us please just rate us <laughs> i'll take the thunder on that one today um and uh we would appreciate if you ri- wrote a review that would help us rank higher, but you don't have to write a review. You could just hit the, you know, the stars, how many stars you think we deserve. And, um, also if this has benefited you, it's likely that it will benefit some other people. We have a mission to spread belief and hope and like real strategies to help you recover from your, your PTSD. And we want to change the world. And if you think other people, well, if you benefited, other people will likely benefit. So, um, we would appreciate it. And if you want to help us in our mission, if you shared it in with somebody else or in other groups, online groups, Facebook groups, online forums, things like that. If you know somebody who needs some help getting out of bed, out of isolation, um, send like send them a link to this. You know, there's there's like a little share button that you can like get the link and send it to somebody. Yeah. Um, or you, you can just tell questions? them, or you can just Google PTSD TV and we come up on the first. I think now, mm-hmm. which is cool because that that didn't used to happen, <laughs> but now you can just Google PTSD. So TV. thank you for, for yeah. So thank there. you for all the work that um, you guys have been doing for us. If you have questions, reach out, right? I'll put my email in the description here. Mm-hmm. Friday's our Q and a Monday's motivation. Tuesday's our PTSD book club. Wednesday's our PTSD recovery workshop. Thursday's relationships and Friday is Q and a. So reach out. We're here for you. We believe in you genuinely. There is a path to healing. You can heal. You can do this no matter how long you've suffered, no matter what you've been through, like we know, and I know, and Brad knows, I'll, I'll speak for you. You can speak um, for me. <laughs> you got this. Like you can do this. And there is a path to healing. No matter what you're reading about how complex the brain is and how the brain is changing, like it's, you got this and you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that's BS. And we'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll leave it there. Thank you guys so much for showing up. We believe in you a thousand percent and we can't wait to see you in the next episode. See you on Monday. See you on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.